0: What's up? It's the showdown hoedown. It's Monday Night Football again. And yes, it's the fucking Broncos again. I don't know what the NFL's doing. I guess they want us to watch this piece of shit team play every day forever. And so that's what we'll do. We'll just watch them forever in the Broncos and we'll just keep playing. I'm thinking this will be the week they turn around, but they won't. Maybe. Maybe they will. Anyways, what's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate 75. I'm a high-limit DFS player who is here to help you break down this slate and maybe get a little bit better at DFS. I do this every Monday and Thursday. I also do an NFL preview show on Tuesday and a final thoughts on Saturday. You should definitely check out if you're a week-long dude. But as you can imagine, with the name of the Showdown Hoedown, it is the flagship of my station. I know a little bit about Showdown. I do golf and football, and so I apply these two things, and I can help you have better strategies at it. If you can't tell, I got a big ass wheel right here. You can win a millionaire maker ticket on me that we put in. I actually had a really good sweat with my winner from last week. We were in the top 500 for most of the day. Um, some big touchdowns late dropped us to I don't know around a thousand, but we still had a nice a nice big day. So I'll be paypal and him some money. If you want to get in that, all you got to do is like and retweet this over on Twitter. If you're like I ain't got the Twitter, don't worry, brother don't worry just simply go down in the comments of this video and tell me one question are you sick and tired of seeing the broncos on primetime games because i am sure as shit sick and tired of seeing them so go do that for me that'll get you a name on the wheel we will draw it saturday on the final thought show all right do that let's get going let's talk about it we're always going to start over here Talking about contest selection because new guy, if you don't know, this is where you're burning all your money. It's not that you have bad picks. It's not that you're a dumbass and have stupid strategies. It's that you're playing in stupid contests like the millionaire maker where 44% of all the money goes to first place. Uh, and then, you know, we know that it's almost always a chop, right? I think last week someone actually hit just the million, the solo million, but it's so rare. And the prize payout structure is so bad. Tenth place is <laughs> one two hundredth of first. That's just as bad as it gets. Just stay the fuck out of that tournament. Do it for me, brother. I'm telling you, if you really want to get good at this, go try the $3.20 max, the $1.20 max. But I'm going to come at you with a slightly different strategy than I normally have, right? And that is this. Quit thinking that showdown, you've got to win like $50,000 and just go start looking at tournaments that have like, you know, but less than like 5,000 people, right? This one has 5,800 right here, but this $15 single entry has a tremendous payout structure, only 13% to first, 10% of first place to 10th place. That's really good. And when there's 5,800 people, the chances of you being in a 270-person shop go down dramatically. So if you have a contrarian play that you want to play, that contrarian play, there's a very good chance that will be a See, the, it will not be duped in a 5,000-person field. However, if you're in a 150,000-person field, there's almost no combination of a lineup you can make that has any real chance of winning that's not going to be in a dupe train, right? So I'm telling you, just go try these out. Well, $10,000 isn't exciting. Shut the fuck up. If you win $10,000, you'll be dancing naked in the streets. So go check out these smaller tournaments. I'm telling you, there's a lot of value in them. Uh, the $100 single entry Uh, The $15 single entry, the $50 single entry, uh, if those are too rich for your blood, they have $5 single entries. Uh, They have nine. The the $9 2X is a good one. Try to keep your fields under 10,000 people, preferably closer to 5,000 or less. That's going to get you off the dupe trains. And if you have some hot take about this guy that nobody's playing, or you're playing this game script that nobody else is playing, this is a way that you could actually get there by yourself and take down the whole first place and not be in a 27 person train splitting 375 bucks, right? So that's something to consider. There's your contest selection. I I talk about the same stuff all the time. smaller contests, uh better payout structures, stay the hell out of the millionaire makers and stay the hell out of the ones where they can 150 max because you don't want to be putting three lineups in a tournament where pros are putting 150 in it and they have all the leverage on you. You're just burning away money right there before you even start. Doesn't matter how good your picks are or how good you are at picking a game script or correlating a lineup. When you're playing pros, they're going to have all those same combinations that you're going to have and they're going to have it 30, 40, 50 times more cuz they're playing full lineups. There you go. That That's strategy, man. That's, that's strategy one-on-one. Stop burning money right there. Hey, while you're here, you can't help but notice there's no ads on this video, you mother father, because I'm not a fucking poor. All I ask in return, drop the big guy a like and a sub. A like and a sub. We're almost to 1700. Look at that. 1.64. We're getting there close. Yeah, we just every week, every other week, we're we're going up like a hundred people. So I appreciate all you guys being here. All right, let's get to it. This is Run the Sims, the site that I trust the most. It is unbelievable. It's the best tool assisted site out there. Uh, they run weekly and monthly uh, deals. If you want to get in for twenty percent off, use my code DEGEN seventy five D E G N seventy five. What are we going to do here? Well, we're going to look at the game, and you can see that Denver is a four and a half point dog on the road against the Chargers tonight. So, what does this tell us? Well, first of all. Uh, It tells us that the Broncos fucking suck, but I think anybody that's been watching their game sees that. Then they lose Javante a couple weeks ago. That is not helping anything. And then Russell Wilson just kind of seems to be broken. Like, he's just a broken person who is not very good at football anymore. Um and then on the flip side, we have the Chargers at home, who've been underperforming this year, but they've also been dealing with a lot of injuries. Justin Herbert with another week uh, to let his ribs heal. You've got to think that he is poised for uh, a big game. The The big news for them is they're still without their star wide receiver, Keenan Allen, uh, which does affect the strategy a little bit, but he's been out for, what, the last three weeks? So we have a pretty good idea what things look like without him. As you can see here, uh, run the Sims. We're just going to be – you can go put all your personal inputs in there, how you think the game's going to play out. If you think it's going to be higher scoring, lower scoring, faster pace, slower paced, whatever you think. But for this video, we're just going to be using the generic ones. We're just going to use the points scored, uh, which is going to be 20 for the Broncos uh, and uh, 25 for the Chargers, which is basically just the four and a half point spread. We're going to use their average pace of play, and we are going to run the Sims and see who the simulator tells us is the most optimal plays for tonight. As you can see, no surprise, Justin Herbert shows up number one, right? He is showing up at a 65% rate that he will be in the optimals tonight. 52% in the flex, 13% as the captain. So you need to find reliable ownership tonight that you think that you can trust. And if you see that Justin Herbert is coming in at, say, 20% in the captain spot, well, that means he's a negative leverage play as a captain. Whereas if you see you know that he's only going to be 40% in the flex, well, that makes him a positive leverage play in the flex, right? That's somebody that will show up in the optimals more than he is being owned. That is a positive leverage play play and we want to get on as many positive leverage plays as we can but if you've seen my show before new guy you need to know that the one thing I'm all about is picking a game script pick a l- make a lineup built around a script that you think will work and the crazier your script is the rarer it's gonna be and the 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 more uh, it's going to have a chance to be unique and not and you're not going to be playing 1v ones versus 5000 people or you're not gonna be on a 270 person dupe train so what are some game scripts that we could consider tonight? Well, I think what's going to definitely be the most popular one is uh, is just going to be a, a Chargers 4-2, right? Most people are just going to lean that the Chargers are going to win this game. They're probably going to run four Chargers out there, run it back with one or two Denver pass catchers, maybe a Denver pass catcher and uh, and, a, and, and McManus at kicker or something like that. That's going to be the most optimal build. I think what is definitely not going to be a popular build tonight or a popular script that you could consider is the shootout script, right? Because people just have been watching the Broncos every week thinking, this is the week. And I'm telling you, people, they are emotionally scarred. The Broncos are breaking their spirit. And I don't think that many people are going to play a shootout narrative. So if you want to play a shootout narrative, you go ahead and you get Herbert and you get Russell Wilson in your lineup and you stack it with two pass catchers a piece and hope that you have the right pieces or maybe go play a 20 max and just play a whole bunch of different pass catchers with the two quarterbacks and hope this game shoots out, right? Uh, I think another one, uh, another script that no one's really going to consider that could happen is how about this one? The Broncos don't fucking suck for once. How about that script? That, that, that it is a possibility. It's I, I wouldn't say it's likely, but like you know, all you need it to happen is once, and no one's going to be playing it. And that in that case, you play you know a four-two uh, Broncos uh, split, or maybe even a five-one Broncos onslaught. No one's going to be playing five-one Broncos onslaughts, and if you do that right there, already gets you very different. And now you don't have to go play these crazy pump pieces that nobody's thinking about. You You can just play really good popular plays. You know, you can can go play all the popular Broncos plays. And because you're playing five of them in a lineup together, that alone will make you so much different than everybody else. You could also, I don't think a ton of people are going to be playing the all kickers and defense strategy tonight, which has been pretty popular with all these shitty games. The NFL keeps putting in the primetime slate. So that could be uh, another, that could be another strategy uh, to consider. Those are slates. So pick, those are, those, those are scripts. So pick the script that you think is going to happen and then pick all the players you think fit into that, right? If you think that uh, the game is going to be a shootout, well, then you probably shouldn't be playing either defense, Right. You probably, you know, kickers are greatly devalued in shootouts because wide receivers are going to get there over them so much more often. A punt receiver is going to get to 10 points way more often than a kicker is going to get to 10 points in a shootout environment. So those are things to consider, right? If, you, uh, if, if you're playing the old, it's going to be a nine to six type game, well, then you don't really want to be paying up a lot for expensive receivers because expensive receivers don't tend to get there very often in nine to six games, right? It's almost always going to be a quarterback and running backs, defense kickers, and maybe some like rando tight end. So use your script and use that to pick the guys you want all right let's just run down this we're going to talk about some plays uh some guys to consider uh who are captain plays who are not and then we're going to get the fuck out of here because uh you know monday night football kicks off in not very long am i right all right uh the obvious play probably the most likely uh quality play on the slate is herbert neckler i think they are both interchangeable uh i think i think they're obviously very stackable together i think you could run one and captain problem is is a lot of people are going to do that as the Chargers are favored the Chargers are at home and most of the usage has been going through herbert neckler of course the usage goes through the quarterback and so because of that i honestly would encourage you to try to just pick one of these guys in a lot of your lineups that right there will get you so much different than uh everybody else right uh who is as you can see Eckler is much more likely to be in the captain rate but I will tell you the one thing about Eckler is even though his role has slightly been increasing every week every week they seem to be kind of gearing him up to be uh the the fantasy stud that we all think of he still is only playing about 65% of downs and uh 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 uh, uh, uh our dude um uh what uh, why can i not think of his name uh josh kelly right where the hell are you at josh yeah joshua kelly he is uh he has a role cut out now he's very expensive for this slate and i don't know if i would play him but you would be a fool not to consider that he has a legit about thirty to thirty-five percent roll cutout, where he's touching the ball somewhere between ten and twelve times a game, and so that takes a lot of weight, value away from Eckler, who really has you know probably only about eighteen to twenty touch upside, which is a good amount, but it's not like he's out there every single play like uh, Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey. Uh, on the flip side of this, you got to ask yourself, you know who. Do, what about Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton? Well, Cortland Sutton has definitely established himself as the target usage monster there in Denver, right? I keep wanting to believe that it's going to be Judy, but Sutton is getting the targets. Now he has not been very efficient, but in his defense, has anybody been efficient for the Broncos? I don't fucking think so. Russell Wilson has been horrific this year. He seems to be having some shoulder injuries, but there, you know, all he has to do is just get it together for one night, find his zone for one night, you know, get the right what are the novocaine and put some novocaine in his shoulder like the dentist would, and he has one good game he's going to be the nuts play I think that his upside probably outweighs what his ownership will be Uh, so if you want to get different tonight I think starting with Russell Wilson at quarterback and putting him with two pass catchers is something not many people are going to do I don't know I'm not saying it's going to get there but what I am telling you is it won't be very popular and there is at least a chance that that could go off right Mike Williams, uh, he is a usage monster. He is, uh, seems to, you know, whenever Keenan Allen's out, his targets and his points go through the roof. But 10600 is a very steep price. I don't see any way you can get Herbert, Eckler, and Williams in a lineup. and not, not, Probably not a viable lineup that could really win a GPP, right? Because now you're having to punt at two spots, and you don't really want to punt at two spots uh, in, in a GPP lineup, especially if you're playing those smaller field uh, tournaments I was telling you about. If you go look at the running backs for Denver, you've got Melvin Gordon, who we thought would kind of take over and be like the alpha dog uh, when Javante went down, but that's not quite the case because Mike Boone has definitely been getting about 35% of the run out there. So Melvin Gordon went from being about a 45% used back in their offense to, I don't know, maybe 60 to 70%. And so you got to be aware of that because 8,200 is not cheap, right? And they're going to be in a script where they're behind. And Mike Boone has been getting plenty of usage on third down. So to me, that greatly diminishes Melvin Gordon. However, if you're going to run that that, that alternate script where you think the Broncos are going to be playing from ahead and the Broncos come out and whoop that ass, well, the Melvin Gordon becomes the nuts play, right? Because in a contest where the Broncos are ahead, Melvin Gordon will be low owned and will be in a script that will be favorable to him and he will be essential jerry judy i'm the guy that keeps saying oh this is the week Jerry judy's got this is the week for jerry judy and you know what i'm fucking wrong every time uh he just they just won't get it to him but part of that has been russ wilson's efficiency maybe he gets it together he starts finding uh jerry judy if i'm playing a russell wilson stack if i'm playing russell wilson at quarterback i'm definitely having jerry judy uh rotating in at my wide receiver spots as one of his pass catchers uh, we've already talked about Mike Boone. Let's talk a little bit about some tight ends. You've got Gerald Everett, who is, you know, plays about seventy percent of the downs for the Chargers. Uh, you know, they love to run Parham out there and other slap dicks like that. But if I'm playing a Chargers tight end, I'm probably only playing Everett. I think past that, you're getting too cute. Um, But the tight end for the other side is a lot more, uh, there's a lot more baked in, right? You've got Albert O, who is down to 2,400 now. It seems like he's not even a starter. He's just uh, habitually in the doghouse. And so because of that, it would appear as though our dude uh, Sourbat, Eric Sourbat, has kind of taken over the starter role. However, he does have a questionable tag tonight, so definitely want to be monitoring his injury situation, make sure nothing turns for the worst, and that he's inactive, or they say he's going to be limited, and if he is going to be limited, I'm just going to tell you right now, the mega punt is going to be old Andrew Beck at 200 and if you don't know, a $200 guy really makes a lineup work, am I right? So, uh, Andrew Beck, if 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 Sauerbaut's out, you have to you have to consider Beck. Now, I will tell you, people are pretty savvy, and they're going to be all over a $200 receiver, right? But he could be a way uh, to, to, to you know really make a lineup work with a bunch of studs, especially if you're running a Broncos onslaught, a 4-2 or a 5-1, which I don't think many people will be doing. Which, by the way, I hope you understand when I say 5-1 and 4-2, that just means five Broncos versus one Chargers, four Broncos versus two Chargers. And if you're like, of course I know that, well, not everybody's a fucking expert like you, so chill out, new guy. All right, so uh, there's our tight end situation. Definitely need to monitor that one. The last one is the kickers, you know, uh, in, in this game, yeah, uh, you, you always assume that the favorite team's kicker is going to be more popular. So Hopkins will probably be more popular than McManus. People have this weird thing about playing McManus outside of Denver. Not sure why. But, I mean, I get it. The ball, the, the air's thinner so he can kick it further. Okay. Okay. So he's going to get what? Less 60 yard field goals. I don't care. Um, So kickers are viable tonight, but you have to make sure they fit in the script that you're after, right? I wouldn't play both kickers in the same lineup unless you think the game's going to be a slog. It's very rare both kickers get there in a game that's, you know, 27-24, right? They just don't get there because all the other pieces get there. Maybe one of them gets there, but rarely both. So make sure you're picking kickers that fit your script and make sure you are putting them only in lineups together that make sense in a script. And then lastly, the defense, I imagine the Chargers defense will be very popular because of how bad Russell Wilson has looked. But honestly, look, in the generic optimals, they're only getting there 19% of the time. So if the defense is going to be 30% owned tonight, well, then that's a very negative leverage play. I'll just play that maybe Russell Wilson figures it out. Or just maybe he's not even that good, but he just doesn't turn the ball over, right? And when you do that, that gets the Chargers defense off there. Uh, as, a, as a viable play I think the sneakier play is the Denver Broncos defense hardly anybody's gonna play them and you say yeah but man there, there's just no way well there's always a way right like I mean I played tons of Jets defense yesterday who thought that they would just absolutely dominate Aaron Rodgers you don't know right you just we're all just making our well, what we assume is the truth you couldn't see a game where Justin Herbert throws a pick six or gets fumbled uh gets a sack fumble return to the house these things can happen uh, and if I find out the Broncos defense is going to be like 10 percent owned tonight they will be finding their way in in my rotation, especially if I decide to play that Broncos onslaught narrative, right? Uh, Other than that, if you want some absolute punts, KJ Hamler would seem to be the punt, but uh, at 3,000, I just don't want to, I don't even know how much of a punt he is at 3,000. I'd rather try somebody like Kenton or somebody like that uh, to try to save some money. Obviously, Beck is going to be the ultimate my favorite punt probably from the Chargers is definitely DeAndre Carter. He does have a role cut out, cut out, especially if you get are playing in a narrative where the Broncos are ahead. Uh, DeAndre Carter is going to see the field a lot. He is involved in their pass game, especially when they're wheeling and dealing in the two-minute offense or the playing from behind uh, offense. So, those are some uh, punts to consider, those are the those are some scripts to consider and those are the plays to consider. Uh, the one guy I am definitely playing in my lineups tonight. Well, I am probably going to buy into this whole Denver kicks ass narrative for once, right? Cuz just I I just know. I hate them too. I hate the Broncos. Everybody hates the Broncos. We're sick and tired of seeing them. The one guy I'm definitely playing is Russell Wilson, because fuck your narratives, right? If everybody in the community agrees that the that, that Russell Wilson's washed up and uh, the Broncos are dust, well then I'll just go against everybody else because if I know one thing, people in the community that are always convinced of something tend to be wrong. And the one guy I am definitely not playing uh, is uh, let's see, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a weird one here. Who's who's I'm gonna I'm gonna be ballsy. The one guy I am definitely not playing tonight. Gerald Everett. I I just don't want any part of Gerald Everett. There you go. Uh, 5,600 is not exactly a cheap price tag. He's not on the field all the time. He does get a fair amount of targets. I'm aware of that. It is a calculated risk, but if I'm going to take Chargers, I'd rather just go play Joshua Palmer, who I feel like is due for a big game. I'd rather play DeAndre Carter, Mike Williams. I'd rather play other pass catchers with Justin Herbert. So that's what I'm going to do, you mother father. But remember, I don't give a fuck who you play. You play your lineups. These are these are just some things I'm saying. You got to make your own picks, okay? If you need somebody to, to make your picks for you, go check out a tout site. Hey, uh, if you don't know, I have a Patreon. It's connected right here. It connects to the Discord. Me and my dude, John Golt, JD, do a special stream tonight just for the Discord. If you're interested in that, come check it out. It will be in the description. By the way, go throw me, you see that? Degenerate 75, go toss me a follow on Twitter. Hey, I do this every Monday, every Thursday. Uh, Tuesday, we do the week long preview. Uh, Saturday, we do the final thoughts. I also do college football and golf, but no one checks those out because they don't love winning money. So I think that's it, guys. I hope you have enjoyed this show. I hope you don't. Don't forget to go comment about my boy, Is Russell Wilson Dust, in the comments to get in the drawing for this Saturday to get a free Millionaire Maker ticket on me that we will build together. I hope you kick some ass tonight. I hope to see you around. I hope you enjoy my outro.